Welcome to The Pod Has Been Cast, Book One, Into the Void. Hello, my darlings. Welcome back to The Void. Hello. Wow. Good to be back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Robert, are you going to say hello? Uh, oh, should I, are you going to ask me, are you going to ask who's playing with you? No, 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 not yet. This is the part where we're all cute and we say like, <laughs> you know, something like fun and, you know. It's uh, our fun chicken intro. Yeah. yeah like, like something like chi- back. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Give me something. Yeah. Hello, listeners. Wow. It's good to be back in your ear holes. Yeah. That's great. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Print it. Let's talk more about ear holes. Who was playing with me today? Cheese. My name is Robert Leahy. Uh, I use he, him pronouns, and I am playing X-A-N-D-A-R-R-A-D-N-A-X, who also uses he, him pronouns. Damn. Hey, y'all. My name is Bianca Phipps. I use they, them pronouns, and I'll be playing Hart, who also uses they, them pronouns. And my name is Carlos Olmedo. I use he, him pronouns, and I play Rain Hallwinter, who uses she, her pronouns. And I'm Jules. I'll be your void master today. And I use they, them pronouns. Um, This is kind of a special episode. We're going to be introducing a new, uh, 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 what do you call it, game, kind of, that we're playing new game mechanics anyway. Uh, yeah. For part of this episode, we're going to step away from using uh, D&D 5E and move into using a system called Dot Dungeon, uh, created by Bats. Um, we'll talk more about that as we get into it, but um, as we are sort of interacting with this part of our story, we're going to be changing the vibe a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, without further ado, we will check in with one of our favorite characters and find out what happened last time. Last time on the pod has been cast. We rubbed elbows with the who's who of Faye Crossing at the treetop lounge for a bit of a pre-party before the final round of the Hack Olympics. Besides ourselves and the other teams who qualified for the finals, some of the highlights of the guest list included Rain's Mothers, Dr. Lovehand, the hollow avatar of Zeke Harper, and Commander Rivermoss, the leader of Faysec. Our best attempts to stick together were thwarted when Hart stepped away for another, uh, encounter with the ever-persistent Zeke, who invited them back to his place after the party. Rivermoss then pulled me aside and attempted to make me an offer I couldn't refuse, so to speak, to hire our ship to provide prisoner transport for the incarcerated Cassandra Cross. Yeah, we'll see about that. Rain wound up with an offer herself as well from that reporter, Cleo, who seems obsessed with joining our gang to document our misadventures. We were still seething a bit over our beef with K-Trax and his collective of hacks, but settled short of coming to blows with a stern scolding on behalf of our battered and bruised buddy Birdie. Rain also uncovered a paper trail of suspicious donations, placing Zelda Hallwinter in the pocket of Harper and Sons even after Elijah's assassination. Lovehand made a big deal of announcing that the finals would involve accessing the AI confluence itself and attempting to extract some data. I ain't exactly a computer wizard like Rain, but accessing and extracting are two of the top interests listed on my syndicate profile, so it sounds like a hoot to me. We left the party and Hart headed over to Zeke's where he revealed some unsettling info about his intentions, which included merging humans and Voidforged and amassing a fleet of HAL warships somewhere in the void. Hoo-wee! 
This one was a doozy. So you're back in the Burl Dome. Um, it is the day of the finals, and it is packed. There are people kind of crowded around all over the place. Um, you see uh, Birdie and Donnie are actually there with um, some people from Nen United uh, that kind of came in to the tree to support Birdie, uh, not thinking that uh, he would make it this far. Uh, so you see he's like sort of like setting up on the shoulders of uh, another orc that's like kind of there cheering on the people as they are filing into the AI confluence. This building at the very center of the Burl Dome um, that kind of looks like a a tree within itself. Uh, You see uh, Hat Collective is there, uh, Feiyu is there, and all of you are there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Dungeon Reform! Yeah! And y'all are entering in your uniforms um, as you sort of have like crowds on either side of you, like sort of cheering you on. Uh, These flying drones, like taking pictures of you all as you enter the uh, building housing the confluence. Um, Heart has been a little quiet today, I think. Yep thinking about Mm -hmm. the events of the uh, previous evening. And as we sort of like do a close-up of heart, you know, all this like pomp and circumstance around you, inside you still have weird, 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 weird. weird. (laughs) Um, We take a look at the previous evening. Uh, You up in the uh, penthouse of Harper Mm -hmm. Towers and Ezekiel Harper, this is the future. You're looking at the um, images of those ships being constructed, those HAL warships being made somewhere out in the void. And the image changes, and you see something else. You see uh, something that looks like schematics, like different pieces of void forged and human physiology sort of layered on top of each other. You see like, you know, human biology, like heart and their lungs and and like different ways that they could interact with void-forged physiology kind of on top of each other. And these images are going like pretty rapidly that he's showing you. And then you see like things that look more hand-drawn, like someone with a very heavy hand, uh, like with a, like a pencil, sort of drawing you heart and um, Ezekiel uh, or or like an image that kind of looks like a a boy kind of like inside of your body. Um, Ah. And you hear Ezekiel Ezekiel saying, I want us to work together. I want us to be a team. Um, And you see like kind of this final image of this like flaming skull, like on top of like your body. Oh my god. Okay, just like a quick peek behind the curtain for everyone at home. I'm freaking the fuck out right now. Um I Jules and I talked very briefly about like about like what happens so we could like wrap this up really quickly and Jules was like I'm just gonna there's one more thing, but I wanna do it live on air. And now I understand I'm oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, I think when he shows me that, I think Hart completely like there is sudden and imminent danger in in the air. Like sure. I think that they 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 stand up off of the chair. Like I think like any possible thing that could happen they're trying to prepare for. Yeah. Like like thinking about like, you know how like sometimes like in like horror movies, those like <laughs> chains will come out and like lock you to the chair. Like gotcha. like they're like up. Mm. Like like yeah. 
As soon as and you think- um, get up, the image on the uh, window in front of you sort of goes away, and you just see Ezekiel also now standing up, kind of face smushed up against the glass. <gasps> I, I wanted to show you that for a long time. Heart, say something. I do not know what to say. Will you work with me? Negative. I am not a puppet, Ezekiel. Um, he sort of like pounds on the glass a little bit. That's not what this is. This is what a partnership looks like. Negative. It looks like consumption to me. Um, he's sort of looking at you, breathing heavily on the glass. What do you do? I, his hands are on the glass? Yeah. I'm going to put my hand on the glass. Uh, and I'm going to say, I hope, I wish for you friendship. It has taught me a lot. I think you could learn a lot from it as well. And then I take my hand off the glass and I say, I have to go now. Um, he just sort of looks like crestfallen. He like sort of takes a step back from the glass and he says, I thought you would understand. And he just sort of like turns away and like uh, kind of walks to the back corner of his rooms and like sits down at the console and like starts working on something. All right, later loser. I'm <laughs> out of there. I, I think like Hart is like really like still like pro- like literally processing the information and like just turns to go, doesn't say goodbye, doesn't say anything else. Like he like turns to leave and Hart's like, all right, and like goes and like the door is open. Yes, I can leave. Yeah, the door opens. Woo, I am out of there. Like, <laughs> like booking it like very quickly down the stairs. And I think like the only thing that's going through their mind is like, I didn't know that was possible. Like I didn't know that that, and I don't know that it is possible yet, but I didn't know that somebody could climb inside of me and, like, control me from the inside. And that makes me really, really nervous. Why don't you, you know, I, 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 I promise we weren't going to spend a lot of time on, on okay. resolving this scene, but best laid plans. I'll go ahead and roll a investigation check to see if you gained any knowledge just, like, looking at those quick slides, if, if you picked up on anything. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Investigation. That's intelligence. And I don't have a bonus to that. Okay. So that's a 12. A 12. Um, the schematic portion of what he showed you looked legit. The The drawings were definitely like, looked like kind of like a teenager's fantasy. You know, it, it didn't really look like it was yeah. based on any sort of like science. Uh, but there was something to those schematics that definitely unnerved you. That seemed like within the realm of possibility. But you would Horrifying. need more time to kind of go over them. Yeah, okay. But I I imagine that, like, I have kept, like, whatever I could see, like, kept in my memory to be able to relay later. Um, Just, like, the brief, the brief, like, maybe, like, two or three schematics that I saw. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I could, like, that information. Okay, cool. Um, uh, uh, Yeah, and I think I just, like, I, like, zip down the stairs or whatever and, like, get into the, get into the car. I keep doing this because I can't remember what it's called. (laughs) Uh, what you um, are not seeing, listeners, is uh, Bianca uh, sort of doing like an arm dance, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to imitate is um, one of those machines that they put you in to simulate G- G-Force. Oh, sure. Okay. And they, like, yeah, when they like, spin you around. Yeah. Like a um, spinning, inverted Vitruvian man kind of thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. They do it on The Bachelor all the time. They make, those, they make them go in those machines all the time. So if you've seen The Bachelor, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but I think I, I get back in the car and I am silent and I and I and I don't say anything um and I just sit and just like and like okay I think at this point we know right I mean maybe not necessarily we know like what happened but we know that Zeke is kind of being freaky right like 
Uh, that would be just based off your impressions. Uh, he's not done anything. To right, any but like, you. has Hart shared any information about like Zeke being creepazoid? I think that like up until this point, they have not fully comprehended that he was being weird. Like, I think like that they felt uncomfortable, but were unsure if that was like a legitimate response or just like meeting a new organic that operates differently than the people that they spend the most time with. But I think now in this moment, like realizing like the actual danger of, of, of what is happening, um, I don't think that they understand obsession. And, and that's like what this, what this is. So they just don't know how to communicate it. But I think that like, I think it wouldn't be totally out of left field for you to, to have like picked up on like the, <laughs> the weird social cues that he has given off that Hart didn't pick up on at first. Totally. So this is what I'm thinking. This is the only thing that I'll say after this scene mm-hmm. is I imagine that the car ride is a little quiet. Yeah. And the whole time Rain is thinking as they're driving back home for the night. And then just like maybe, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes pass of just silence. And Rain, all Rain says is, we're going to stop him. Affirmative. Okay. Cool. Then we flash uh, to the present. You are moving through this sort of parade into the confluence and heart as you're sort of still processing all this. You look up in the crowd and you uh, make eye contact with Dr. Lovehand that just sort of like looks at you with a very serious kind of expression. Um, and you all file your way in. Um, the teams are pretty immediately divided and you all are kind of uh, changing into these uh, almost like wetsuits. Um, but they allow you to keep, like, whatever belongings you have. Um, you just kind of have to register them with your uh, guide. You all still are working with Lempido, the uh, gnome that's been sort of, mm-hmm. like, guiding you through the uh, Hack Olympics. Uh, shout Hart, out, you don't need out. to change into any sort of wetsuit or anything like that. Uh, you're pretty cool. much good to go. Uh, but Xander uh, will Lamp- unbutton his shirt a little bit and be like, that's all right, I've already got my own, and reveal the wetsuit that he's been wearing since we purchased wetsuits originally. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, they will log your uh, uh, watch, Rain. Um, they will log your glasses, uh, Xander, if, if you are keeping them. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I will keep okay. them. And are you guys taking any uh, weapons or anything like that with you? Um, I'll just keep my arm, if I may. Okay. Uh, Lampito says you don't need them, and you can store them with uh, her if you like. I give her my gun. Okay. <laughs> my little gun. Yeah, me too. I give my little <laughs> tiny pistol. Fair enough. Yeah, I, say, yeah, I suppose if, I see, if anyway. I see the other two giving up their weapons, I'll give up my rifle too. But I, I, I want to ask Lampito, like, just to clarify, like, are there going to be lockers at the event? I could store this on my own, or, or are we going to uh, yeah, need you these? Are- or- are essentially in a locker room um, and she okay. opens up like a locker for you to put your stuff into. Okay, but we're not taking our weapons to like take them into the contest, right? That's what she's asking. If you want to take your weapons in with you, you don't need them. She can lock them up here, but if you feel more comfortable having them, like she's not going to take them from you. I'll leave I'll leave my gun with, with the rest of the party's guns, I guess. Okay, cool. Um, then you all make your way into this large circular chamber. You th- see uh, directly in front of you sort of three pods look like. They actually look very similar to the pods that you rescued Hestia Moonbreaker from. Um, <laughs> um, you see uh, pods like this kind of in, in clusters of three. 
around this whole circle. And in the middle, you just see this like continuous beam of light that uh, you take to be the AI confluence. Um, you see more kind of camera drones like in this room as you uh, step into it, uh, just kind of videotaping you all like approaching these uh, pods and um, uh, Lampedo sort of gestures for you to get inside of them. Can I make a religion check? Uh, sure. Well, what are you what are you checking on? I just want to see like I want to see if whatever lives inside of me recognizes this the confluence mm. basically. Oh, interesting. Like I, I'm just seeing if the if the Holy Spirit moves me in any way. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Uh, go ahead and roll a religion check. What's a Holy Spirit? What's a Holy Spirit? <laughs> um, it's only a ten. Okay, a uh, ten. Yeah, it doesn't really move you in any particular way, other than okay. I think. What you're looking at is very impressive. I think you more than anyone, maybe Rain, identify kind of what this is and what you're looking at is this kind of massive intelligence unit, uh, just sort of made up of a collective of different intelligences kind of linked together into almost like a hive mind. Um, and the processing power of this thing is just kind of like unlike anything you've seen before. Cool. Um, I think it kind of puts me at ease after the weird night I had last night. I think it's just nice to be like, ah, yes, this is where I'm from. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's funny you say that because I think like Rain is very not at ease. <laughs> like, I think maybe Rain might have shared with you all that like the thing with the AI confluence is that it was, wasn't it like directly tied to the whole like thesis situation? Um, yeah, according to uh, history, uh, mm -hmm. this. Uh, what you see before you is what created thesis. I I relay to Xandar. <laughs> I try to reiterate to Xandar, maybe in the car or something, that should an AI um, hack into the confluence, they could have, they could grow into godlike power again. Well, roll an insight check on that. Okay. Can I roll an insight check on that too, actually? Go for it. Uh, I got 16. Okay. I got a nine. Yeah, I would say neither of you really know how an outside intelligence would interact with this. Rain, I think with your 16, it, it makes you nervous. Yeah. Uh, but you're not completely sure. As, as far as you're concerned, the AI confluence sort of chains and slaves AIs to it. I see. Um, yeah, I just, I just like all this talk about um, Orion trying to hook up to all of these systems, you know, in different places that we've been. Um, it makes me really nervous. And then, and totally. the other thing is like the idea of this like devil thesis also makes me very nervous. Rain make it makes me rain very nervous. And um, um, yeah, but I, I guess like there's no definitive proof, so I I'll leave it at that. I'll just I'll just share with the group how. Uh, scared I am of that kind of thing happening. And I have a question for you, Jules. Yeah. Uh, how close are the pods to each other? Um, They're like clustered in three. So so the three pods are, are pretty close to each other, like right next to each other. Can I spend 11 minutes um, casting a tiny hut around our pods so that we don't get uh, disturbed uh, during our time in the game? I think it, as you start that, a couple of people that um like definitely like high elves that look like they like work here kind of come over and they're like, we'd prefer you not to cast any spells within the confluence. Um, you were only supposed to engage within the pods. That was what we were told. And look at this obnoxious high elf <laughs> in, yeah. the, in the in the eyes, and I say, fine, but if any of us die. It's on you. And I look at the name badge. What's the name of this high elf? 
Nice, nice. Yeah, nice. what's their name? Yeah. Oh, Jules. I'll just go fuck myself. Uh, yeah, yeah. This high <laughs> oh, elf that's a weird name. is called um, Tristian. Tristian. Ever grow. Nice. You listen here, Tristian. <laughs> if any of us die, it's on you. Our blood is on your hands. And then I plug in. <laughs> um, <laughs> b- before, before we end, before we actually like enter, I, I want to like just touch back on the Orion thing with Rain really mm, quick. Yeah. And yeah. try to convince her that like my intention is not to upload Orion into the AI confluence, but because of the like unknown nature of what's about to happen and what could go down, like we don't know what could go down. Like the, the Hack Olympics in general, like doesn't even really know what could happen mm-hmm. here. You know, I feel like because of what we know about the AI confluence and their relationship, like with individual AIs, I think that Rain's concerns about like Orion taking over are a little bit like maybe paranoid or unmerited. But if things do go truly sideways, it may help us. It may benefit us more to have like a guy on the inside fighting on their own turf, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, But also Rain doesn't like Orion at all. (laughs) So I think what I would say is, look, Xandar, I trust you more than anyone. I trust you in heart more than anyone here. So... Obviously, we'll cross that bridge if we get to it, but um, I trust that, you know, you'll make the right judgment. We'll only do what we need to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you hear kind That's of a great motto. in your ear. Let's just make sure we both got each other's backs in there. 10-4, that, that's a good attitude to have. And I'll whisper to Rain and I'll say, hey, Orion says just to make sure you know that we he's got our backs too. And we, cool. we've we got to have each other's backs. All right, tell him, um, cool. <laughs> Give him a... Give him a thumbs up emoji. Oh, Rain, Rain comes says over. cool. Who, who, who are you all talking to? God. Tristian, just, just get the stuff ready. It's called a pep talk. <laughs> I'm fired up. You fired up? Yeah. I is the um is the uh the void forged from the hack collective on their part of their three? Uh yeah, oh yeah. Um good. It's going to be, of course, everyone's fan favorite K Tracks. Um, it will be the void forge that I think you somehow did not ask the name of. I don't know how that no, happened. I don't either. I've gotten <laughs> I've gotten so bad at it. <laughs> but it is the, what is their name? Uh, uh, their name is Code. Code. Um, yes. Sick. That's Makes a good sense. name. Yeah. Damn. And um, the uh, a cyborg human uh, <gasps> whose name is Sign. Sign. Yes. Um, walking billboard. Uh. Jules, in the schematics that I saw yesterday, the combination of Voidforged and human is similar or dissimilar to the like sort of like cyborg setup. Mm, I think I want you to roll something on that. Uh, what do you think that would be? Um, I guess like probably just like a flat intelligence check. It, it seems like or, or let's do investigation. So, oh, you're not proficiency, so it doesn't matter. Does it? It doesn't matter. Yeah, go, yeah, <laughs> go ahead and roll that. Yeah. Um, but I will. I will roll that. <laughs> I'm a Vembo. Ooh, I got a 19, though. Okay. Um, it isn't the same. So as you know, it's like very, like, like, like people can't hack into Voidforged, right? We've talked about that kind of before. Yeah. Um, there is evidence that Voidforged have been able to like sort of hack themselves, but to varying degrees of success, right? Right. Um, what uh, uh, cyborg sort of humans do is they install implants that are just sort of like synthetic pieces into themselves that uh, let them do certain things. Maybe they can like sort of access a computer uh, with just their minds or maybe they have like sort of enhanced strength or speed or things like that. Um, 
what you were looking at was someone sort of merging an entire like sort of void forged uh, and, and crystal included into like a humanoid body. So sort of creating like a spliced creature in general. Like so, so something completely different. Okay. 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 I have another question. <laughs> I know we said we were going to spend a lot of time on this. No, so just, I can drop a bombshell and then sort of be like, and we're not talking about it. So go And on. we're not <laughs> talking about it. But I think like, I think like as the, as time continues, like there, as like the heart begins to like process this information, I think they're like sorting through it. Um, my next question is, are those being built with the war in mind? Like, are they designing soldiers that can have the best of both worlds? Or is this more like Ezekiel's like weird obsession? Well, okay, for that, um, that's insight. Go ahead and roll insight. And I'll give you advantage because I think you have a lot of information to put this together. Whew. Uh, 21. Okay, yeah. So you remember a couple of things that Ezekiel has sort of said to you and done over time. Uh, you know, Ezekiel sort of prefers to appear to people in like a hologram sort of form. Mm -hmm. And even that he like rarely chooses like a human to sort of be his avatar. Um, mm -hmm. Ezekiel owns this club that a lot of Voidforge seem to like to hang out with, uh, hang out at. Um, and, you know, Ezekiel mentioned uh, the previous night that what puts humans at such a disadvantage in the void is that they don't live for a very long time compared to elves mm -hmm. and dwarves and other, like, sort of council races. All that put together, you think what Ezekiel wants to do is sort of create a hybrid race of, like, human void-forged creatures that have like you said, the best of both worlds, uh, ability, uh, an enhanced lifespan, perhaps a limitless lifespan, and then also like sort of increase the physical capabilities of what humans can do. And then okay. implant within Voidforge sort of like a human ideology. Okay, cool. Awesome. Great. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. That's all. I, okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Great. Okay. <laughs> Anyone else? <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> this is another 15 minutes. Okay. Awesome. Okay. 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 Good. Great. That's awesome. Good. Um, and I think with that, like the pods begin to open. You see that the judges have sort of been making their rounds, just sort of inspecting the equipment. Like uh, this is not something that they've done before. They make their way over to your pods um they sort of like you know we'll, we'll like reach out and like shake your hands and like wish you like good luck um dr Lovehand like purposely like reaches out to shake your hand heart i shake her hand i look her in the eye i want her to tell me something anything what's going on in her brain um she said uh she says i trust you have a pleasant evening uh yes in a way good it was very informative well thank you for being discreet Affirmative. Um, and uh, they wish you good luck, and they move on. And um, the competition uh, begins. Uh, the pods are open. Do you go inside? Um, yes. I want to huddle up with our group first. Okay. I want to yeah. do like a team huddle where I put my hands on their shoulders. Oh, cool. Uh, and I look at them, and I say, I say, um, I trust you. I believe we can win. Yeah, I think we can win too. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was going to be more like a like a coach talk, like a you know one of those like speeches you get right before. But I, I suppose it was it was short and sweet and to the point. But but I appreciate the sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Affirmative. Let's win. And then uh, I'll get into my little pod. All right. 
Yeah, uh, I'll, the, I'll turn to the crowd and I'll flex and uh, I'll do that God. like pump up the volume thing a couple times. <laughs> you know, like, like, I'll do the like, like put my hand up to one ear to the like oh, crowd no. on the left, put my hand up to one ear in the crowd on the right. <laughs> oh, and, then, <laughs> and then I'll flex again and get in the pod. And, yeah. And then uh, I turn to Tristian and as the like, <laughs> I'm alone. assuming the pod is like slowly closing over my face. I'm just like doing the cutthroat gesture and shaking my head side to side as the, I, my face probably gets covered by this pod. He just mouths, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, pod's like definitely um, some like, like uh, uh, it's very sci-fi, like lots of little like mechanical ten- tendrils come out and make like, contact with your skin. Um, an apparatus mm-hmm. kind of folds over your mouth um, that kind of like goes up your nostrils. Um, yours uh, seems to be modified a little bit different. It was very clear which one was yours hard because it was bigger than the other two. Um, For sure. And then the whole thing's like sort of fills with this uh, liquid <laughs> as you feel yourselves being like kind of like put to sleep. What kind of liquid is it? How, how viscous is it? What's the temperature? Let me tell you, there's some viscosity. How viscous? I would, I would say not quite it? honey. Okay. But definitely like more viscous than milk. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever that means to you, perhaps a heavy cream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A heavy cream is yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah, about. opaque That's like sure. milk, right? <laughs> no, no, it is opaque. It's, it's blue. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, it's blue. Okay, it's not white. Oh, cool. Got it. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> whatever. What do you mean? Um, yeah, it fills up, and you all go to sleep. Fuck you. Um, and you all come to consciousness. You are not together. You were by yourselves, and you were in this. Uh, a very Matrix-esque, limitless white space. And your bodies are just sort of, you look down at your hands and you just see like they're comprised just of light. Um, Your mass has completely changed to be just sort of like this generic height and weight and size. And you're kind of floating in this white space. And you see text appear before you that says, who's playing with me today? (gasps) <laughs> My name's Carlos Lomedo. <laughs> I did think for a second about making my character named Bianca Phipps. I thought that would be very cute. That would be very hard like, to give just a normal human name. It is name. a normal human name. Um, do we just, do we like say or do we type? What do you do? I think Hart says, Hart. Um, and you see uh, heart appear. It, it's spelled H-E-R-T, though. <laughs> hurt. Uh, oh, I spelled heart wrong. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, is this like where we pick our username? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, uh, I, I, I reach up and I, it just I wipe it away. Yeah. Uh, and then I say M-I-N-D. And then I smile a little because <laughs> I think I'm being really clever. <laughs> yeah, you see mind. Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, what do you name yourself? Uh, Xandar. Uh, I, I type in D1RTYT0NY. Uh, it says Dirty Tony. <laughs> nice, it is accepted. <laughs> it goes there. Uh, somebody else does not already have that name. Um, <laughs> nice, I didn't want to be like Dirty Tony for 2069 or something. <laughs> and Different right? connotation. What's that? Uh, Rain, what do you put as your name? I put uh, slime in like little lowercase letters. All right. 
And then um, as you enter those names, um, you see like the space kind of feels like it expands a bit and you see written in even bigger letters. What do you look like? And all of a sudden you're just like consciousness kind of expands to all of these different kind of modes and settings for body parts and different ways to like put them together and make them like shrink and grow. Uh, you see that there's a limit to like how small they can be and how large they can be, uh, but you can like change the color, change the texture, change the design of like any part of your body. And I think like, it's almost overwhelming at first, but you can like kind of cycle through and change like anything about your appearance. Mm. Let's start with heart, or okay. should I say mind? Yay! Mm. Um, I cycle through and I begin swiping um, and I build essentially a small, like, like three feet tall boy, <laughs> like a young, like a little prince, like a young boy, like, like big round cheeks and like big eyes. Um, and, and he has like dark curly hair um, and he's, he's like lightly tan. Um, and he's, he's just a little, he's just a little guy. <laughs> he's just a little guy. Do I get mm. to dress myself at this point? Uh, you or do, am I yeah. Just doing yeah, you see clothing appears before you. I put on, I have like a little, like a little blue shirt and a little green cape and I have a little crown <laughs> um, and little like slipper shoes. Um, I just look like a little prince out on a, on, out on a, out for a day in the, a day in the kingdom. Yeah. <laughs> As you put on this clothes, you like look at it and you see like a little screen appears over each like kind of article of clothing that sort of describes it. Um, you see that they're all marked as um, cosmetic and mm -hmm. um, zero gold, um, which you immediately understand to mean that these have like no skill value to them and they mm -hmm. have no monetary value. These are just base clothes. Okay, cool. Affirmative. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about Dirty Tony? Uh, I make my avatar to look like the little refuse rascal himself. Uh, I'm a raccoon with, uh, about two and a half feet tall with, like, greasy salt and pepper fur. Uh, the fur on top of my head is slicked back into a little pompadour. Uh, I wear a bowling shirt with cuffed sleeves. Uh, and I, I, I scroll on the option to put pants on him for a second, and then yeah. I just I delete the pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have an eye patch on my right eye. Uh, and then I, uh, I take a cigarette out of the little pocket of my bowling shirt, and I light it, and I brush my pompadour with a switchback comb, and I am Dirty Tony. Yeah, you see, like, those are, like, as you do that, you, like, take out the cigarette and smoke it, and you, like, do the, um, uh, the, the pompadour, you do up your pompadour, uh, you see that those are listed as, um, a, a, like, a, like, emotes, almost, <laughs> like, um, nice. that those items don't exist, like, as soon as you, like, stop, uh, combing your hair, your comb disappears, and, the, like, you take a couple puffs of your cigar, and your cigar, like, sort of, like, disappears in your hands, uh, but those are, like, accessible to you as like emotes. Nice. I love that. Cool. <laughs> and then finally slime. So I think like, I think like this is not like my first rodeo with this kind of system. And like, as we get to the character creation screen, <laughs> um, I immediately start like finagling with it so that I can um, make the DLC free. You know, so I'm like trying to find like all the rare items that cost money and I'm already trying to make it free and make my character look as cool as possible. 
Um, and this is what my character looks like. So here we go. Okay. Uh, she. So my character's wearing a traditional Japanese white kitsune, kitsune mask. I don't know how to pronounce that. But it's like one of those white like fox masks okay. that has this big old smile on it. Uh, and on the mask, there's a bunch of little stickers on it. So like one sticker says slime. Uh, another has like a little like yellow smiley face with like sharp teeth. And then uh, as a nod to DBZ, I have like a little capsule core sticker on the mask. <laughs> nice. nice. And then she is wearing this like large uh, red hooded cloak um, with, with the hood over her head. And the back of the cloak reads Get Wrecked, G-I-T-R-E-K-T. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and in the front of the cloak, it's like it has that like sort of like chimney style collar. So it's like coming up to the like front, like right below her chin. Yeah. Underneath the cloak, she has sort of like a robotic, like lean robotic body. Uh, her arm, you can see her arms are like this um, dark obsidian metal. And she's wearing these really cool like techno gloves. Uh, she's still wearing black joggers, um, but the cuff, the bottom cuffs are kind of hiked up a little bit. So you can kind of see her like uh, lean calves, uh, the the nice. same color, the like black obsidian. And she's still wearing the classic uh, Jordan ones. <laughs> Fabulous. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, you uh, yeah all... Dirty Tony has lean calves too. Uh, yeah. So. yeah, just a little bit. Don't, don't we all, don't we all. <laughs> I have little chubby calves because I'm like eight. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little baby. Um, your characters are set, and you cool. see um, sort of like a drop-down menu kind of like fall down in front of you. And listed on it are a bunch of things that like sound like jobs. Um, and it says, uh, choose your class. Um, there's one called the knight. There's one called the mage. Um, there's all sorts of different ones that you can like sort of scroll through and uh, pick through. Um, mind, what do you pick? I, I, I scroll through and I read a couple, um, but the one that I the one that I settle on is called the Dungeoneer. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to read the description? Yeah, let's do it. I think that's fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, give me one second. I'm pulling it up on my drop down screen, I'm trying to stay in character. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. So the Dungeoneer. The little description says, "You are a master of the below ground, the deep ditches." The techno traps. Unlike others, you gain understanding of your surroundings and use that to manipulate situations to your benefit. And I think that Hart picks that because it reminds them of both Rain and Xandar. Like oh. that like that knowledge and like the the like sort of like criminal CD underground, like the things that her their friends can do. I think that that's why they they pick that because they're like, that's cool. And I want to do that. Um, you select that and then you um, see like a little uh, blue arrow starts like hovering over your head and the word ready um, is over it and you kind of like float up into the air and as you look down you see um, this strange like cyber fox and you see the unmistakable visage of Dirty Tony still <laughs> like kind of like picking things inside of their um, menus um, and as you all look up you see um, this like sort of little prince is floating up in the sky <laughs> uh, with Reddy uh, floating <laughs> over their head. Um, Dirty Tony, uh, which class do you pick? Dirty Tony's going to select the beast. It says, you're an animal person at heart and you've formed a bond with your pet and the natural world around you. This one's for all the pet lovers. If you don't slash can't have a pet for any particular reason, it's okay to make one up. Your dream pet. 
Fabulous. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the same thing happens to you. You float up in the um, air, um, and that takes us to slime. Uh, I go, I'm scrolling through. I want to just like, I want to appear as OP as possible to all the other players. <laughs> so I, I like look through all the options and like the one that just fits the best is the hacker. Yeah. Um, it, it's like, it says you have a unique relationship with the system, allowing you to trick or cheat it. The rules of the game are just guidelines. Playing like this is reckless and dangerous, but it can make all the difference when the chips are down. So yeah, I picked that one. All right, um, yeah. put the chips down. You slip the chips down, and you float up, and you see like all of your readies like turn green, and you see like um uh, uh everything like once again like sort of goes white. Um, so Rain, you and probably you Zamdar too are familiar with like what games are, and this very mm-hmm. much feels like you are just like kind of playing like a very a very uh, immersive VR game. Uh, which is not what you were expecting when you were going to interact with this, like, the the most powerful computer in existence. This seems to be, like, what it is. Um, and what we're using for this is a system called Dot Dungeon. Um, it's a really fun system from... I, I really haven't poked around with it too much, so we're going to learn a lot of things together. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have uh, built your characters. Uh, your skills are different in this game. You have six stats still. Um, but they are RNG, which is um, sort of the will of the programming, reaction rolls, loot, and random chance. Um, meta, your knowledge of the world of the game itself. Uh, system, your skill in the game. Tilt, your ability to keep calm in situations. Uh, charm, your ability to invoke real-world presence within a virtual space. And perception, your physical senses, and their usefulness in a virtual space. Um, so those are the skills that we're using um, instead of the things that we've been using in 5e. Like, you know, well, I guess there's still perception. You can't get rid of perception. Um, but like, Never. investigation, but it means something uh, different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but these are your new stats. And uh, how the players are going to be kind of interacting with them is um, each of these stats are assigned one of your die, right? So you have a d20, a d12, a d10, a d8, a d6, and a d4. And each of those are applied to one of these skills. So obviously your best skill will be your d20 and your worst skill will be your d4. And then for everything we do in Dot Dungeon, it's just going to be a competition of roles. So you're going to be rolling against, you know, whatever obstacle you encounter and whatever is the um, highest number sort of wins the contest uh, between the two roles. And then um, as you like sort of are like kind of transported to this white space, you see, um, you know, your teammates around you, you see something form between all of you, this bar, this long green bar that... um, at the bottom of it, you see like 100 slash 100. And over the top of it, you see the word connection written. Uh, connection is your um, connection to the game itself. Uh, so rather than tracking individual HP and armor class and things like that, you all share 100 points of connection. And as you fail challenges, your connection begins to drain. And when your connection hits zero, you are booted from the game itself. Um, so one of you will be in charge of keeping track of your connection. <laughs> I'm going to probably go ahead and... I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, there it is. I want to get practice at math. <laughs> <laughs> dope, dope, dope. Um, and you all see a little flame appears before you. And you hear, you have fallen from the void above. 
Stars have been falling all over Confluencia. You are strangers here, but I'll be your oracle. Look to me for guidance, but the path is yours to choose. And then, like, everything begins to kind of... More detail appears out of, like, this misty whiteness, this fog around you. And you find that your characters are kind of lying on their backs. And you see, like, this pixelated grass, like, these individual blades of glass, grass that, like, kind of move in the same directions, like, over and over again, all around you. And you look up to the sky that is, like, very purposefully gradiated blue to pink to purple. Um, and you see, like, uh, on one end of the sky, you see, like, a very, like, pixelated sun is, like, just starting to rise in the horizon. And on the other end, you see a very pixelated moon is just starting to, like, disappear in the horizon. Um, before you is a pond. Uh, you see, like, a little, like, duck is sort of, like, floating in it, like, very, like, uh, on a path, and then it turns and it floats the other way. And then it stops and turns and it floats back where it was. Um, there's a little tree in the pond. Uh, you see a signpost uh, sort of next to this pond that seems to like bleed to a path. And still this um, kind of like flame, this sort of wisp is just like hovering over you. Um, just one. And then you can, as you look up, you also see your bar of connection is still just like kind of floating there. And that's where the three of you find yourselves. Cool. I think anytime that the wisp talks, you can see Rain trying to mash the A button. Trying to get it to talk. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. You cannot skip these cutscenes, unfortunately. It seems like. <laughs> I, I open up the settings. I look at the menu, and I change the text speed to fast. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that happens. You do that. Um, the as dialogue. you think it, like the a little settings box appears, and you can like kind of change like the brightness and the contrast. You can yeah. um disable party chat. Um, you can <laughs> rename the group right now. Your group is named Nen United. Um, all sorts of options. Nice. Uh, I want to I want to run over to the signpost and read. Okay. I want to get information. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, the sign um, sort of points to the uh, kind of like north east. I should have put directions on this map, but I did not. I mean, um, it points. Yeah, you know, it, yeah. it points, and it uh, points to uh, something called Green Corner. Green what? Green Corner. Green Corner. Okay. Would you say that I'm learning something new about the area? Um. So do you want to describe mm. your character's skill? <laughs> yeah. So the reason I picked Engineer is because I'm a curious little beast. Um. And one of my one of my moves is called Understanding.exe. And whenever I learn something new about an area, I can give myself an understanding token. And I can use these tokens to either add something to an environment that we're in, like a secret door in a dead end, or like a chandelier in a tavern full of pirates. Those are from the those are from the text. I'm not I'm not gonna take claim yeah, for this. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but oh, if I for get, example, if, pirates. <laughs> pirates, you know. Um, but if I get five understanding tokens, I can spend them all to get a rest die, which will help keep our connection bar healthy. Oh, um, dope. That's yeah. Easy. So how this game works is you can regain a connection through rest die. Now, in how Dot Dungeon is usually played, you get rest die when you lose a certain amount of connection. How we're going to do it here, just because this is sort of going to be an accelerated sort of version of this game, is uh, rest dies can be awarded to you for completing certain kinds of quests. And also, like, if you have skills similar to um, mine's skill, um, you can get them back that way. 
cool. Yeah, I'm gonna say though, just because this is a very easily exploitable uh, sort of skill that you have. Um, That's why I'm this is knowledge that you're going to have to like seek out, right? You're gonna have to learn cool. something about. Like reading a sign is sort of something anyone can do. Um, you're gonna need to like look for clues, inquire about things, uh, gain knowledge that is not like readily accessible to everyone. I love it. Okay. Um, I look at the duck. And I say, um, I say, hello. Um, you see a little speech bubble appear above the duck and you hear quack. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a duck before. I don't think I learned knows. about the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that got me really good. <laughs> I don't know what um, I expected, but like the speech bubble pops up and it, like I get all excited. And then just the text just shows quack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, hello, Quack. My name is Mind. Quack. Um, okay, and then I, I'm going to turn okay. back to my friends, uh, and then I'll put my hands on my hips, because I can do that, and um, I'm going to say, what are we looking for anyway? I'm going to say, watch this, and uh, I will use my power, which is called communewithnature.dll. Okay. It says, uh, at any time, I can attempt to commune with nature by closing my, mi- closing my mind to the surroundings and making a systems contest against the surroundings. Okay. If I succeed, the game world presents a physical avatar in the form of an animal to guide me through the challenge or the goal that I seek. All right, yeah. I don't know if there's really a challenge right now, but you, you can do it. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead and make a systems check. What do you Great. roll for system? Systems my d20. Oh, wow. Nice. Okay. I, I imagined, like, I made this my best skill because Xandar doesn't know much about games or how to play games, and I'm just, like, button mashing. But, like, he's <laughs> yeah. the type of button mashing where, like, you're just succeeding by mashing the buttons. So. <laughs> yeah, that's how I play Smash Bros. Combo. I don't Combo. Play Smash Bros. Oh. Uh, Combo. Okay, so this is a 12. We don't add, there's no, like, modifiers or anything to these, right? Um, not right now. There are items and skills you can get that will give you modifiers, but right now it's just your die. So this is like a starting area it's only rolling a d4 on environment so you um smash this as this duck rolled a two um so you are sort of in tuned with this little pond area you see the duck now flies out of the pond and sort of sits down like next to you and like kind of looks up to you Mm -hmm. and um kind of starts waddling down the road where the arrow is pointing and i go this way (laughs) Follow that duck. And, <laughs> and I, also with I, your I, success, I, you can do something cool. Uh, so sometimes it, when you oh, yeah. uh, uh, succeed mm-hmm. at challenges, you're able to do like an extra thing, like a stunt or do something, I don't know, do something cool. Uh, do you do anything cool? I suppose whatever I can do that's as cool as following a duck down a path to a really obvious objective, I'll do <laughs> Del- right, I'll do like you, a you somersault or something. <laughs> Yeah, nobody's doing this better yeah. than you right now. Okay. Oh, I'll do, okay, this is what I'll do. I'm like, because I'm like a grizzled, you know, like old seasoned raccoon. I'll do like yeah. the um, the Willy Wonka thing where I'm like kind of limping, you know, to follow the duck and like moving really slow and then do like the somersault into like the super <laughs> yep. spry. Like, that's what I do. That was, that was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cool. I think with that, you unlock a new emote and it is just that. Nice. Um, nice. You all Just spam it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you all proceed down this road? Yes. Yeah. I'm okay, up cool. to that duck. I'm imitating the way it walks, just for visuals. <laughs> all three of us are in a line. No, I'm just walking. <laughs> 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 You're walking down this road. This duck is quack, quack, quack. 
quack every so often and then um, sort of like flies over and lands on um, a fence post. You see um, this fence uh, seems to be part of this farm and it is broken in one place. And you see like a bunch of weird looking animals like kind of out in a field. And down the road from where you are near this farm, you see uh, what looks like an old man, like an old human, um, sort of like pacing back and forth. He's holding a... Um, a pitchfork and every now and then he sort of like jumps up in the air with his pitchfork and sort of waves it around um you see a yellow exclamation point over his head i want to run up to that old man all right yeah you run up to the old man um you see like an option comes up over his head uh, next to the exclamation point that says uh talk i yes Hello. Yes. Um, you see. Yes. Um, the uh, farmer sort of stops uh, his animation and turns to you and puts his hands on um, his hips and says, My box broke loose. My box broke loose. First, there's the troubling news about the Capitol, and now this. Oh, God, and preserve us all. I say, I say, don't worry, we're here to help. Um, and then you like sort of like hear like a ding and um, you receive a mission, which is <gasps> um, corral the box. Mission. Okay. I look around. Uh, well, actually, I want to ask the farmer, um, is there anything the box like in particular? I can't do anything until my box get back in their pen. Okay. We'll get those box back in that pen for you, mister. Don't you worry. And then I'm going to I'm gonna look around. What is a box? What does you it look like? You see a creature that looks sort of like a cross between a goat and a chicken. So it's sort of like a chicken that stands on four legs instead of two. Um, it has like sort of tiny flightless wings and like little like ram horns on its head. Its face looks very similar to a chicken's. Um, and uh, that's a box. And they're sort of like wobbling around every now and then you see like a little speech bubble appear over their heads and it goes, Bawk! Perfect. Oh, these um, games. I, I love these <laughs> games. I guess I'm just gonna, I'm, I don't, you also, I'm sorry, know anything you also about see animals. a signpost near the farmer that continues to like, uh, an arrow is continuing to point and um, it, it continues to say green corner. So you have not arrived in green corner yet. Well, we might as well, you know, do these uh, sort of side quests. Uh, along the way, so whatever. Let's get these fucking box in their pens. Awesome. I'm going to start running and try to, like, I want to try to, like, shepherd the box like I'm a little sheepdog. <laughs> okay. Um, That, to me, sounds like a system check against these box. Okay. The system uh, is my D8. Okay. Ooh. I got a three. Three, that's a success. So hey. you succeed by one. Um, you do something cool. I ride one of the box. The last <laughs> box I ride into the into the the place where we're putting them. <laughs> um, all right, cool. You have not completely um, succeeded at this challenge. Like you have, you have like knocked it down a peg. So you've ridden a couple of these box. Uh, you ride one box in, and a couple of boxes instinctually follow. Uh, but still, nice. like about half of the herd is still out there. Um, and you see, like sweat, little sweat bubbles are like coming off of the rest of them now, as you've like gotten some of them back into the pens. Cool. I, I go to the farmer. I'm like, hey, uh, Mr. Farmer Man, I. Uh, Quick question for you. You mentioned something about the garden. What is that? 
I can't do anything until I get my box back in their pen. Mash the A button. I'm like, okay, okay. Guy. I mash the A button so much that I accidentally start the conversation no. again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. I'll try I'll try to uh, to tackle a buck. Are you trying to physically tackle a buck? Like dive and like grab one, yeah, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I think that's also an, another systems check. Go for it. Yeah, you're damn right it is. <laughs> that's a 14. Jesus nice. Christ. Okay. Um, you physically body one of these bugs, <laughs> and it goes like ricocheting into the cage, and the rest of them, just out of fear for you, start like sort of running away from you. Um, and just from your physical location, they happen to run into the pen. Hey! Yay! Hey, great. I, um, like, glide with the one that I caught down to the pen and then throw it in, like, hey! <laughs> like, wink. Uh, you see all the bots are in the pen and then automatically, ping, the fence sort of, like, fixes itself and keeps the box inside. Um, and you see, like, a little check mark appear over the old man's head. Let's go. Was this a main a quest or a side quest? Uh, this Is would be a side quest. Nice. Nice. Ding. I say... Hey, we, we got your box in the pen. What do, what do we get? Um, He awards each of you uh, one gold. <gasps> and you see, bing, bing, bing. One gold is added to your inventory. I mean, you all level up, which means nothing in this game. But you all, like, your slider runs up and you're like, bah! um, You're up to level, like, I don't know, 12. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. The level cap must be pretty high. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right, now that we helped you, can you tell me about this place? The You, you were talking to something about the garden... Do you know anything about that or Greenpoint? Um, yeah, so you see like a couple of like areas of discussion like arrive. Um, you see the garden is an area of discussion. You see um, Green Corner um, and you see uh, Rumor is uh, like sort of floating over his head. Ooh, Rumor. I want to hear the Rumor. Oh, yes. I heard the Viral are back and they've attacked two bridges. If two bridges were to fall, Green Corner is next. I hit the green corner button. Oh, green corner is a quiet town. A perfect place to raise a family. A family of box, that is. You can find all sorts of information and utilities in the town square. And then just for good measure, I hit the garden button. Oh, the garden. Now, I'm not much of a religious type, but they say the garden is the source of everything. Uh-oh. <laughs> I go there. <laughs> Understood. Thank you, old man. Um, right, does any we? of that count as gathering information about the area yes, that we're yes, in? Yes, absolutely. Go ahead and mark your, your <laughs> investigation. Yeah. I'm going to get a little token. <laughs> get your token. Yay. Okay. Cool. I high-five the farmer. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just kind of like, uh, uh, you know what? Roll charm. <gasps> okay. <laughs> That's my D10. Oh. Charm a farmer. Charm the farmer. A charmer. That's a word. Uh, nine. Yeah, you see, like, he kind of, like, responds to that action and does high-five you. Um, and <gasps> that, that's like, probably not something that it was programmed to do, but you see that there is, like, a bit of influence you all have on this world where you can kind of, like, charm the system cool. into doing things. Cool. I'm going to charm them all into being my friend. <laughs> um, <laughs> green corner's next. Okay, cool. Um, 
we can't ask any follow-up questions like the dialogue options stay the same you know those are the dialogue options but there are ways that you can sort of like persuade this thing to maybe speak to you more um it just depends on how you go about it um after we high five i say hey mister and i lean in like i'm whispering a secret um and i say i say do you know anything else about the viral is that what he called them um, yeah, and you see like a new conversation topic um, pops up and you see uh, viral, uh, V-I-R-A-L. Um, he says, oh, they were scorched upon these lands a long time ago, but no one's seen them in about a thousand years. If the viral are truly back, these are dark days for us all. Hmm. Uh-oh, Okay. And he said that they attacked two bridges. And Green Corner's next. I say, thank you, mister. Um, and then I look to the sky and I say, does that count as learning? Uh, yeah, yeah, go ahead and mark a point for that. Um, and as you look to the sky, you see the sun is now ping right over your heads, um, high in the sky. <gasps> and I look to the group, I say, any other questions or should we keep moving? Yeah, let's, I'm good to keep moving. I ask the duck where to go next. <laughs> um, the duck starts like uh, uh, waddling towards uh, down the road. Um, you don't go, go very far like before you stumble right upon a very cute little town. Uh, quaint would be the word for this town. Mm -hmm. um, and as you sort of approach it, you see like you kind of like your focus shifts and kind of widens in a way. And you sort of see the surrounding area and you see the words like green corner like appear over this town. Um, and then you see like a bunch of kids like sort of in the square. They're holding like fake swords and running around in a circle. Um, you see what looks like a old like shrine with an old lady sitting in front of it. Uh, you see a building marked in, a building marked uh, shop. And yeah, that's what you see. I want to run up to the shrine, the lady with the shrine. Okay, you move into the town, you move up to the lady with the shrine. Um, she sort of like stands up as you approach and like turns to you and smiles and bows a little bit and you see like a talk symbol appear over her head. Um, and also there is an exclamation point over her head. I'll, I'll bow back and select talk. Oh, this is a troubling omen. And then you see a dialogue option appear um, that says uh, omen. Omen? Strangers. This garden is our connection to the source. Source is life. I fear the other garden shrines in Confluencia have fallen into disrepair. With an offering, these shrines can tap into the power of the source to travel people over great distances. If you come across any of these shrines on your journey, activate them for me. If you find four of these holy places, I'll reward you for your troubles. I'll drop a, I'll drop the gold I just got at the foot of the shrine. Okay, cool. And you see the shrine sort of lights up. All right. Hey, y'all, if we find some more of these, we might get a reward. Nice. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty sick. I want to run up. Uh, are, there, are there any other, like, players uh, in the town, or does this seem pretty NPC heavy? Seems pretty NPC heavy to you. Um, you have not seen any other players so far. Uh, you okay. see the uh, group of kids running around. They also have an exclamation point over their head. Um, and you see the shop and you see the end. I run up to the kids. I'm a kid. Oh, yes, you are. Um, they all <laughs> stop and turn to you. As you see, the, like they're sort of like towards the shop almost. Um, and you see like behind them, a couple of like kids are like inside of a box sort of behind them. 
and they all like sort of stand at attention and like hold out their swords to you. And they say, death to the viral scum. And then you see um, a quest marker sort of appear. Um, I, I, yes, quest, yes. <laughs> There's one more viral around here left. Help us round it up and we'll knight you into our sacred order. Yes, I will. Uh, you accept and the I, quest and the quest I is the quest. find the remaining viral. And I lean into the kids and I say, hey kids, how do I identify what a viral looks like? Um, roll turn. Okay. Um, those okay. kids. Five. Dang, I'm rolling. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, uh, one of the kids sort of says, it's probably hiding around here somewhere. Viral are very tricky. Cool. Um, can I make a perception roll? Go for it. Okay, that's my D12. Ooh. Six. Six? Um, I rolled a five. Um, you are like sort of looking around and you can see like very clearly, if you like sort of adjust the angle in which you're standing, uh, you see a bunch of barrels kind of stacked up and you see like someone like kind of crouched behind them. I run over. <laughs> you run over. Heart is killing. Heart <laughs> is having the time of their life right now. Like, this is awesome. Wow. I think it's a, like when they get like, like, wow, I've never seen the world this close to the ground before. <laughs> run, 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 run. Um, As you run over to the barrel, you see another like little girl sort of crouched behind these barrels who also has an exclamation point over her head. Mm-hmm. Um, I tap it. Yes. Except. I'm Pip. Those kids play too rough. Can you get rid of them for me? If you can, I can teach you how to hide like me. Um, Jesus. And now you see like a decision point. You have like two completed quest markers. Um, You can either get rid of the uh, kids that are in the town square, or you can um, turn in Pip to them. Oh no, a choice, a moral choice. I'm just a boy. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the game, mind. Welcome to the game. Um, I think that I'm probably going to, oh, um, I'll nod, uh, and I'll say, I'll say, no problem. You got it. And then I, I leave the barrels and I run back over and I say, I can't find anybody. Uh, You say that to the kids? Yeah, I do. They say, if you find the missing viral, we'll knight you into our order. What's your order all about anyway? Yeah, they say, we track down viral scum and lock them up. We're going to protect Green Corner. Mm. Hmm. Okay. That, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the sound of that. Um, uh, uh, I say, I say, um, I say, um, I say, Okay. Uh, well, I couldn't find anybody. Do you think the viral are hiding in a different part of town? They say, we've looked everywhere. If you can find the last viral scum, we'll knight you into our order. And I say, okay. And then I go over to where my friends are and I'm like, I'm in a pickle. I don't understand what I'm supposed to do next. (laughs) Sounds like all these kids are kind of fucked up. (laughs) I'll sort of I'll sort of run off a little bit uh, towards like maybe an exit to this like town center or whatever, and be like, mm-hmm. "Hey, everybody, look! Viral tracks. They must have gone this way." Uh, yeah. Okay. I think this would be a charm roll. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know yeah. I'm a real charmer. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I rolled really well. I got a two. <laughs> oh, that yeah. is our first fail. All right. Oh, um, no. They rolled a four. Um, so you see your connection bar pew, pew, go down by two. <clears throat> and you see oh, no. these kids say, hey, you can't fool us. Um, and they sort of, uh, uh, yeah, they, they just do that. And they like sort of make a formation, like a battle formation almost. <laughs> Are we going to fight these kids? Um, you see a fight option appear over their heads now. Uh, but, Jesus Christ. Uh, they are um, not attacking. I don't know. I feel like we probably shouldn't fight these kids. They're just, they're just, but they're also not real. I have to remind myself. Um, they're not real children. They're not real. <laughs> Xandar's like chomping at the bit to fight some fake kids. So. <laughs> um, well, we could just scare them off. Okay. I don't mind that. Yeah, I can, I can attempt to like yeah. intimidate them. Yeah, yeah let's do that. Too. How do you do that? With our cool power pose. What? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more about our this. combo. Uh, um, I think I think I would go up to the the little knights and I would say, "All right, listen, kids. I actually saw the viral Vi- viral, right? Yeah, I saw the viral, and that mm, I've seen a lot of battles. I've seen a lot of a lot of stuff that didn't look like no viral to me." Seems like you guys are just being a bunch of bullies. Okay, yeah, yeah. And you're trying to intimidate these kids? Yeah, I'm I'm towering over them. Okay, uh, what do you... I you know, I think this is going to be tilt, actually. What? Um, yeah, <laughs> this is about, like, you know, keeping your calm in a situation. Um, so you're trying to, like, stay focused on these kids and, like, you know, not get frustrated with, like, how dumb this is. <laughs> so, kids. Stop digging on this girl. <laughs> Got a four. They got a two. Nice. All right. Yay! Um, see, Thank you, D four. <laughs> <laughs> um, you see the kids sort of look around and they're like, "I'm getting hungry. This is dumb. We'll get the viral tomorrow." You see the kids like sort of flee the town square, and the two kids that are like sort of stuck inside the barrels like hop out of the barrels. They like look around and they run off too. Wait, hold on. I finished your quest. Come back here. Yeah, the kid trying to run away. It was not their quest that they finished. You see uh, the little girl that was hiding behind the barrels, a little green check mark appears over her head. Oh, I I see. I see. Run over. Yeah. They're gone. Um, She says, um, thank you. I can teach you how to hide now. And you see a selection screen appears um, that says um, hide skill. Um, And then you can select uh, one of your character's names. I look at the group. Who should hide? Uh, not me. <laughs> I'm too, I sit down on one of the barrels. I'm like, I'm too cool. Died. Uh, I don't mind fighting. So if you want to hide, if you feel more comfortable hiding, then, uh, then you go ahead and take it. Okay. And I look at the girl and I say, teach me how to, teach me how to hide. And then like the world, like sort of for a second, like fades to black and then, um, <laughs> snaps back to reality. The Oops, there goes gravity. Hide. <laughs> and this little girl says, thanks for your help and runs off. And uh, now, uh, mind, you have the hide skill. I'm going to wow. write that down in my sheet. Hide. I can only take skills that have four letters. <laughs> um, and I wave, I say, bye, Pip. Um, okay. Now we have the, the shop and what else was there? Uh, the and inn. an inn. And you see now that the sun is um, kind of like moved over the halfway point in the sky. And you see like uh, some layers of orange have been added into the sky. So maybe Ooh. we should 
we should visit the shop, see if maybe we can get anything that we can use to take care of ourselves here. And then if that takes some time, it seems like the time here is programmed based on what we do. So if we if we get some equipment, then we can maybe um, go to the inn and um, see if there's anyone who needs help there, but also rest cool. should we need it. Yeah, but we don't have any money. We do have money. We have a little bit. Yeah, as you open up your system gold. screen, you see that you all have in your inventory. Um, well, some of you have six gold. I believe you have five gold now. Oh, so I had five to start. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right. So yeah. Maybe- let's go to the mall. <laughs> let's go to the mall. <laughs> um, you step inside the inn and you see uh, this uh, man sort of working at the inn, sort of has uh, his elbow propped up on the uh, counter, uh, sort of cradling his head, looks kind of like upset. You see an exclamation point over his head, um, and you also see like a dollar sign over his head. This is the shop or the inn? This is the shop. Oh, okay, cool. You said the shop, Let's right? Did him. I fuck yeah. up? Okay, cool. No, no, you were right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're good. We're, okay, we're good. We're um, on the shop. We're on the shop. Yeah, I, uh, I walk up to the shop owner and I hit the A button. Uh, yeah, the shopkeeper says, Sorry, I won't have any new inventory until the caravan arrives. And then you see some items sort of like appear on the counter. Uh, you see a little symbol that looks like a backpack. You see like a little symbol that looks like a tent. Um, you see a symbol that looks like a club. A symbol that looks like a switchblade. And a symbol that looks like a wand. Cool. Um... How much is it for the backpack? Oh, you see one gold. All right, I'll throw a, a gold down for the backpack. I Bing. think this will be really helpful for us. And then you see the backpack sort of appears on your back. Sweet. Nice. Yeah, if we get more stuff, um, we might be able to, you know, have extra storage here. Or if we find anything, we don't have to leave anything behind. I want to tug on Rain's sleeve. Um, yeah. What's up? And uh, I want to whisper, can you ask him about the caravan? Yeah. Hey, what's up with that caravan? Is there any, are you having any troubles with that? Or is that just like a normal shipment? Yeah, you see a um, quest objective is over his head and there's also a gossip line. I'll hit the gossip line first. Um, He says, ugh, watch out for the innkeepers, boy. He always smells of Bach manure. Ew. Is that like a, like a turn of phrase or like literally smells like manure? P.U. I can't stand that kid. Um, would that count as learning something new about the world? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be my catchphrase for the next this. couple of episodes. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah, you get it. <laughs> Yay, gotcha. Cool, okay. Um, okay, that's all. Do um, we want to hit the quest button too? Yeah. All right, so th- so that's that's all this person, that's all you have to say, this person smells bad? Uh, he's, 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 P-U. I can't stand that. Okay, all right. A, 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 A. All right, uh, quest. Ah, the caravan should have arrived hours ago. I hope there's no trouble in the direction of the Green Hills. I lean over to the group. There's there's trouble in the direction of the Green Hills. <laughs> you know, I'd ask the duck, but I reckon that's where we're headed anyway. <laughs> yeah. is, it, is the duck with us? Uh, you know what? Yeah, the duck's with you. Yeah, <laughs> the duck's just going to be a function of my commune with nature from now on. <laughs> I, I, I love it. I can't take this good duck away from you now. <laughs> Thank on. you. He's our friend. All right. Well, um, I mean, this seems like a good use of our time before you know we go to bed. We rest up. Um, will you read off the inventory one more time, Jules? I will. You see a backpack. The backpack symbol is still there. 
um, the uh, uh, looks like a tent symbol. Uh, you see a symbol that looks like a club, a symbol that looks like a switchblade, and a symbol that looks like a wand. Are there details? Can I look at like an item description? Um, sure. You look at the uh, club, and the club um, says melee, um, uh, one-handed. Uh, you look at the switchblade. Um, it says uh, melee, one-handed, concealable. Um, you look at the wand, and you see um, it says uh, spellcaster's tool, uh, ranged. Okay. Um, one of those things. Uh, how much is the tent? The tent is three gold. Um, and it's not just Do a tent. Think- this is a uh, campsite. <gasps> Dunzo, I buy it. <laughs> All right, you wait, buy it. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you buy it, <laughs> okay. hold on. What? Before you buy it. So, so, okay. I think we should strategize this because we we will need that campsite. So maybe we all pitch in one for the campsite, and then we can use um, some of the money that we have to buy uh, equipment just in case we run into trouble when we go to the Green Hill. I see what you're saying. So we all pitch in one gold piece mm-hmm. by the tent, and then we can buy other equipment as well? For ourselves, right. yeah. Cool. I like that idea. I also have not taken my eyes off that switchblade since we walked into the store, so. <laughs> I, it feels like a very dirty Tony <laughs> item, I was going to say. <laughs> I know how to use one of those. I pull out my switchblade comb <laughs> and I do the emote. Yeah, yeah, good, good, good. Um, you purchased the uh, campsite? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So we each put in one gold each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that automatically goes into your backpack? And the, yeah. nice. and the switchblade is two? Uh, yes. I'll do that as well. Okay. I'll so buy I'll- the club. The club Ten. is also two. Okay. And uh, I'll take the wand. Okay. And this the two. wand is also two. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly how I thought that was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a little boy king with a club. <laughs> <laughs> As God intended. So, king of the club. King so of the club. I'll, I'll, throw the, I'll throw the campsite in the backpack. So I'll hold on to it. Cool. Right. And that goes, um, is this a moment where we would put equipment on our, like in our hands? Yeah, 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 and that, that will sort of auto happen. So as you buy these things, they like sort of appear in your hands. You're just like now cool. holding. But you see, um, uh, Dirty Tony, that you have the option to like not have the switchblade in your hand, um, but still have it equipped. All right, yeah, I'll do that. That's cool. awesome. Nice. Cool. Um, as you we go to the end? file out of the shop, you see um, that night has uh, fallen. And Let's go to the end. You all head yeah. into the end. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, you all head into the inn, and you see the innkeeper sort of looks up and says, "Oh, more strangers!" and starts like sort of doing an animation where um, she's like sort of spitting into a mug and then wiping mm-hmm. it out with a towel, and then the mug sort of disappears, and then she just like sort of does it again. Um, and as the Ugh. door closes behind you, we sort of pan up as we look at the uh, town of Green Corner. And at this whole map, and we see, like, the uh, uh, city of two bridges in the distance. And farther beyond that, at the farthest end of this map, we see a big, smoldering, dark volcano. And (laughs) big black wings flapping around it. And that's where we'll stop. Oh, well, I love think this. Um, if you want to find more information about Dot Dungeon, um, you can uh follow Bats on Twitter. I probably should have pulled up his Twitter. Um, but you can also go to his website. Oh my god, I had all this ready 
and then I like decided I was going to close my email. So actually, let's do this in the regular mm. order. Bianca, where can people find us? You can find us on the internet. Um, you can find us all across social media. So you can find us on Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, Patreon, and our website at thepodhasbeencast.com. And you can uh, follow us on Twitter and TikTok at the PHBcast. And you can use all of those social media sites to uh, tell your friends about us. Um, word of mouth helps... Uh, grassroots podcasts like ourselves Mm. um, reach new listeners uh, and we just, you know, if you like us and you want to tell your friends about us, please do so. And if you don't like us and you don't want to tell your friends about it, um, keep that to yourself. I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. And uh, Bats is a Chicago-based game designer created Dot Dungeon and a lot of other different uh, modules. Uh, You can find more information about Dot Dungeon and his other projects at nerves.store. That's N-E-R- V-E-S dot S-T-O-R-E. And we'll post um, some more information on where you can find them on the episode description. And with that, I will take you to the Hall of Patrons. Welcome, patrons. If you are looking for that good, good content, that content that all of your other friends can't find, Hop over to our Patreon, where you can find things like our Pokemon One-Shot, Episode 2. You can find mm. some exclusive bonus content, including videos of us doing stupid things, and um, access to our Discord. Mm-hmm. You could join the likes of beautiful Patreon subscribers, such as Jonathan Yatsky, Arlo Howard, Carl O'Scatlin, Adrian, the bad boy of the internet, Olives, Todd Allworm, Michael Sepcott, Thomas Squires, Matt Hunter, Sam Weisman Holler, Zach Schley, Zachary S. Zimbal, Time Turner, Aaron Sillick, David Moreland, Thomas Boeing, Sarah Witherington, Elijah Sloan, Sarah Harrison, Jerrica Hookie, Hannah Beeler, Zelda S., Rhea Strong, Nick Bromley, and my big brother Juan. Join us on Patreon today. And with that, we take you over to. Robert's Corner. Robert's Corner. 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 <laughs> um, uh, hey, uh, so um, my mom was in the hospital hey. recently, and uh, and oh. first of all, like big shout out to like all of the medical professionals and like nurses and people on duty, like super overworked, super understaffed, crazy medical situation in the world right now, obviously. But in that experience, and she's gonna be okay. She's gonna be fine. Don't like, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but I learned while I was there something very interesting that uh, a doctor, when they get their degree, can either be an MD or a DO. There's like a different type of doctorate, and what? and a, uh, the difference is that I guess a DO takes like a more like holistic approach to like patient care and and like diagnostics and stuff, and like tries mm. to treat the whole person as opposed to like an MD who is like trying to zero in on a specific symptom, on a specific problem, and, like, cure that specific problem. So, I mean, it, I, I just thought that was really interesting. Uh, that is so cool. if you're ever, like, looking for a primary care physician or, like, in a situation where you need medical help, think about that, that there are different types of doctorates, uh, an MD and a DO, and I, I just didn't know that that was a choice. I didn't know that was a thing before, and I thought it was very interesting. That's really cool. Look at us learning stuff. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Hey. Hey. Go out there and hug a doctor, everyone. Hug a doc. Okay. <laughs> hug a doc. Hug a doc. Bye. Okay, bye. 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 <laughs>